Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And joining me here this evening, David Drogemeyer from the Locked On Chargers Podcast. Uh, been on with Locked On for about three or four months now. Uh, you know, it's me and a couple of my co-hosts, Danny Wade and John Kiglia. They're uh, unable to join us this evening. Uh, but uh, I am more than excited to talk some football with you and just get some perspective on uh, what the Cleveland Browns are looking like and uh, what their uh, mentality of their fans are. Uh, you know, definitely looking forward to this. Uh, you know, guys, for you know, for all my Locked On Browns listeners and now for you Locked On Chargers listeners, uh, you know, my name is Jeff Lloyd. I've been with the show for over a calendar year now. So last year, as rough as it was, really, really enjoying the fruits of what's going on here right now and having a blast with it. Obviously, guys, they just cross over Wednesday on the Locked On Network. Uh, tonight, we are brought to you by Vivid Seats. We are brought to you by MyBookie.com. Me and David are going to go through this and break everything down. I figure the way we're going to start this... Uh, I've been talking about the Browns office for days, so you know what, maybe we'll go ahead and start this one off with the uh, Cleveland Browns defense. So I want to go to you, obviously we'll hit on the Chargers offense, and David, the first thing I see when I'm looking at this team, when you see Phillip Rivers, you see Eli Manning, you see Ben Roethlisberger, these guys will be forever connected. But the one thing I'm noticing when I'm seeing these each, each of these three guys play in play every Sunday is Phillip Rivers... Don't look like he's so close to the glue factory as these other two gentlemen are. Uh, there's just something with this guy. There's a burning fire with him and still playing at an elite level. Man, uh, it, 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 he's a joy to watch. He has been on fire this season so far. 14 touchdowns, the only two interceptions, over 1,400 passing yards, and he's looking like he's moving better. He hasn't looked this good in about, probably about five or six years. If he keeps this up, he's uh, going to be in that MVP race. Yeah, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to watch him and the ultimate competitor. And I saw the video that apparently came from the Raider game where he literally just called and told, uh, he told the tight end the pattern to run. Nobody on Oakland did anything about it. Uh, he, he's just that guy. And I know there's people who always been, oh, well, you know, he's a little cocky. No, no, that, for me, that's that, I want that. I especially want that out of my quarterback. So it's been a pleasure to see with that. Now, uh, the running back, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Melvin Gordon, you know, very effective back in this league. And, you know, getting Danny Woodheadish type stuff from Mr. Eclair, obviously, you know, the, uh, the compliment to the backfield. Potent one, too, right there. Yeah, no, Melvin Gordon uh, has been uh, very, very good as a pass catcher and a, a runner uh, from the running back position. And, uh, you know, he's more your big, bruising, physical running back. He's going to break the tackles. Uh, but he's also an underrated receiver. You know, he's, he's been able to uh, widen uh, his the routes that he's been able to run. He's been a lot more effective. You know, he did very well with reception yards last year, but it seems like he's putting it all together this year, averaging over four yards a carry. And, uh, you know, he's got, you know, 300-plus rushing yards, 200-plus receiving, and he's got multiple touchdowns through the area and on the ground. And, uh, you know, one thing that makes this running back tandem great is these two guys complement each other really well. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Austin Eckler, who has a lot of Danny Woodhead-type traits. Uh, he's very small and diminutive, but he uh, is a a load, you know, he seems to uh, break tackles every time he's got the ball in his hand. He makes a play, whether it's uh, on the ground or through the air. This is a very potent ground uh, attack. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, obviously, I've noticed him. He's really showing up in, in the passing game, you know, week in, week out. You know, he gives you a consistent effort, and he gives you a, a you know, he gives you a huge, huge chunk play week in, week out. He gets one of those, you know, where he'll take it from, you know, their thirty, gets you down almost in a field goal range, closer to the red zone. He he's a tough watch. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. The, this wide receiving core, you know, Mike Williams was a guy I was a little nervous about. I think most of what I was nervous about was, you know, when you hear a guy's got a really bad neck injury, you get nervous. But it seems like he's finally starting to find his footing again. Keenan Allen, one of the most disgusting route runners in the league. Uh, Antonio Gates still there. Uh, you know, uh, Phillip and his targets, you know, a lot of confidence in these guys. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if you know uh, <laughs> Phillip Rivers and the way he likes to play, he likes to get the ball to the open receiver no matter who it is. I mean, if it's a running back, if it's a tight end, if it's a receiver, he does not discriminate. He's going to get the ball in your hands, and everybody has been contributing so far this year, save for Travis Benjamin, who's been hurt. Uh, he's been out with a foot injury, uh, and you know he's not going to play in this one either. But uh, Tyra Williams is getting involved in the deep ball. Mike Williams is making those tough third down catches, You know, getting hit hard, using that big physical presence you know strong hands to make good good catches you got mr move the chains uh in keenan allen the the guy's get off is ridiculous he uh i don't i don't think there's a defensive back in football that can truly lock that guy down i think it's a guy who's just gonna you know get he's gonna get his you know you just got to try to limit him as much as possible but uh, a pretty cool stat from last year that seems to be trending again this year is that on 73 percent of keenan allen's receptions uh, those plays went for first downs, so uh, that's why I call him Mr. Move the Chains. You know, he's just that, you know, he's that security blanket that Phillip Rivers loves to throw to you. But, you know, Antonio Gates is getting involved, got a uh, touchdown or, or so this year, uh, making some good third down catches. You're only going to see him sparingly. They got to do that with him. But, uh, yeah, Phillip Rivers has a lot of mouths to feed and seems like they're all getting fed pretty well. Yeah, same case goes for him at home as well. Um <laughs> Uh, and this is going to be the thing. I think you're going to see a lot of Denzel Ward. Um, now, this is the rookie, number four overall selection. I was a little leery about the pick just because I think four overall is just a little high for a cornerback. He's kind of shut me up because he's made a ton of plays. Um, he covers, I mean, his coverage has been solid. I mean, the only thing you'd say is maybe there's been a couple of missed tackles. But look, I mean, the athletes nowadays, it's going to happen because <laughs> these guys are just so big, strong, fast, and move so well. The missed tackles are going to happen, but he has been lights out. Right now, he should be certainly in you know uh, in discussion for the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, so I think we're going to see a lot of him with Keenan Allen, and it seems like week in, week out, whether it was Antonio Brown, whether it was Michael Thomas, you know, uh, Denzel Ward is getting you know solid tests week in, week out. So I think he's going to you know I don't say I don't want to say he's going to show pretty well, but he's going to show up ready to play in this contest. He's going to have to, but I've been really impressed with Denzel Ward and the way he's played uh, football so far this year as well. I've been watching the Browns because, hey, uh, who doesn't want to see the Browns get some Ws? I mean, I think, you know, just as a football fan, uh, you know, at an an innate level, you know, it sucks to see somebody lose so much. Uh, And, you know, it's good for that city, good for that that fan base who – has been eagerly waiting for a team to get some wins, and you know it's exciting to watch. And uh, you know the, the the young rookie has really contributed to a, a very underrated Browns defense. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I it, it's yeah, I, I don't think they're. I think they're trending away from being underrated. I just personally think that they are really, really solid. There are playmakers on every level. 
Um, you know, Demarius Randall came over here in the trade that's uh, in the trade that sent Deshaun Kaiser out of here. Absolutely has stabilized this defense because the one thing they were truly lacking was a free safety. And what did they do? They traded with Green Bay for a cornerback in Demarius Randall, and they said from day one, "Hey, dude, your days of playing cornerback are over. You you know free safety. This is what you came into the league as." They played you at corner in Green Bay. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to play you at free safety. And week in, week out, he's played phenomenal. He has held up the back end of the defense. And the most important, uh, most important, uh, not the most important, most impressive aspect of it is he's been injured. He's barely practicing, but he's out there and he's getting everything visually and he's able to put it together on Sunday. So between him and Ward, you're getting that stability. EJ Games with a strong start in his first start last week. Uh, you know, PFF had him graded almost 78, so a strong start from him. The linebacking core, Joe Schobert, uh, it just continues to make play after play. He's one of those guys, every time you look when there's a tackle made and you watch two or three bodies get off the ground, Joe Schobert is one of them. He's been fantastic in that. Jamie Collins, the veteran, has been kind of running hot and cold. Um, one week you get a lot of production out of him. The next week you kind of almost want to send out a search party to find Jamie Collins. Christian Kirksey has been solid as the other outside linebacker. Uh, but the defensive line here, and and this is a really special group. Miles Garrett, obviously everybody knows, former number one overall pick two years ago. Incredible athlete. Gets smarter and smarter at you know, as he goes. I mean, he's now you know, applying technique. Um, really, really gives a solid effort for a pass rusher in run game. Which sometimes you get these pass rushers who don't want to do that. They're more just excited about pinning their ears back when they get that opportunity. But he's able to crash down really hard in the run game. Larry Ogunjobi, same draft class as Miles, has just incredibly stepped up as an interior guy. And it it shows the ability to walk back blockers into the quarterback's laps. Got five pressures last week against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba, another strong defensive end. Uh, Jannard Avery, a rookie uh, fifth-round pick out of uh, Memphis, has shown up as an excellent nickel and dime pass rusher to go with this group. Uh, He's another one. uh, Sunday took the right tackle from the Ravens, put him in Joe Flacco's lap. Now, here's a guy, 255, maybe 260, and he's walking back 305, 310-pound uh, offensive tackles. So it's been impressive from that. So I do want to know before, you know, we, we got some things to do here and we got some other subjects to get to. How has the San Diego Chargers offensive line been looking pass pro-wise and run-wise? Ha, hey, I caught you, man. You said San Diego Chargers. Oh, oh, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> You're not the only one. Uh, but, hey, uh, sorry, say that again. I got, got uh, caught up. No, but uh, the offensive line, pass, pro, run okay. blocking, how are they looking? The offensive line has actually been solid. I mean, the, they got a couple of tackles that have been uh, a little banged up, you know, with uh, the right tackle, Joe Barksdale, missed a couple of games. He looks uh, like he's getting very close to coming back. Uh, left tackle, Russell Okung, who has been, you know, an anchor on that left side, protecting Phillips' blind side and, you know, really being a force in the run game. Uh, a revelation for the offensive line has been Mike Pouncey, the center. He's oh, been absolutely right. phenomenal. Right. Right. He's been truly phenomenal this year. Uh, running, he's a very athletic guy, can pull, get out in, in front and space. You know, I think that's when he excels the most. But he's been a, a great leader on that offensive line to, to try to you know get these guys going where they want to go. And uh, with the, the run game averaging over four yards a carry, uh, and then, you know, they've only given up, you know, less than, you know, 10 sacks on the year. So, you know, they've been uh, doing very, very well so far. They're going to have their hands full on Sunday. But uh, I think if, you know, this is a time to get healthy, uh, they're going to get healthy at the right time. And I think they're going to do everything they can to try to make sure that, 
that speedster beast Miles Garrett doesn't uh, tear Philip Rivers apart. And that's one thing they're going to have to do because if there's one thing Philip does not have and never had, it was mobility. So that will be interesting. Now, David, I understand. You know, just you, just like me. You know, you host a show like this. You get asked a lot of questions. Uh, you got to ask a lot of football questions. You know, fantasy advice. Uh, we get asked a lot of betting questions. Look, I can tell you what I think is going to happen, but you know, if you want to go ahead and put your money on it based off of what I told you, that's fine. But if you're going to do it, what I can tell you, tell you to do is who you're going to bet with is just as important as who you're going to bet on. That's why I will always tell people to use, to bet, and use my bookie. Uh, trust me, guys. They are your best bet this, e- this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great re- reviews online. Their mobile site is simple and easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners uh, that has been good to me in the past. I don't bet a lot, guys. My Lockdown Browns listeners, as you know. But when I do, I will use my bookie. You win, they pay. It is that simple. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Uh, Currently, guys, my bookie is giving you not one offer. They give you two offers. They are slammed with, uh, you know, prospective, you know, new clients and new memberships. So here's what you're going to do if you want to set up an account with MyBookie. Do it after 7 p.m. Eastern. If you do it after 7 p.m. Eastern, they will give you a free $25 of house money. Now, this goes in addition with this same staple that MyBookie has always had. Your initial deposit, they will match 100%. So I tell you guys all the time, if you want to put 100 in, do it after 7 p.m. Eastern. You get 125 of theirs. Your account, 225 right there off to start. So join now, and my, like I said, my bookie will match your initial deposit dollar for dollar. And if you do it after 7 p.m. Eastern, you get that extra $25. Use the promo code. It's a newer one with this, uh, the new one after 7 p.m. Eastern. Locked, capital L, on, capital O, 25, locked on 25. Visit my bookie online today, mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.com, mybookie.com. You play, you win, you get paid. I guess now we're going to flip it up to the other side of the ball. And the first person I want to talk about, David, is I am a diehard Florida State guy. And my man, Derwin James, and I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. He's, you know, like I said, if Denzel Ward is in the running for a defensive rookie of the year, so is that uh, safety out of Florida State wearing number 33 out there in, uh, in L.A. Derwin James, he's been a beast at this point, David. Tell me what's going on. Whew. That is an understatement, man. He has been all over the football field, and he is so fun to watch because he can literally do it all out there. You know, he can play center field uh, as a free safety and, you know, use that like good length, that range, that speed to break on balls and pass uh, and break up passes. He can play in the box and give you some great uh, run support. You know, he's a sure tackler. And he can also get in there and blitz. He's got three sacks already on the season. This guy is all over the place. He's got interceptions. He's got sacks. He's got uh, stops in the run game, pass breakups. Derwin James is everywhere. He has, uh, you know, been just a, a absolute steal. I mean, everyone that I talked to thought that Derwin James was going to go in the top five to seven picks, and somehow, some way, he drops to seventeen. And I know as soon as that happened, Tom Telesco was skipping his way to the phone to get on to make that pick because 
Uh, that's an absolute steal at 17, and he has proven that so far. He absolutely is in the running for defensive rookie of the year just because he does it all at the safety position. Uh, and this is the thing. And Now, Derwin, as an 18-year-old freshman at Florida State, there's a gl- glimpse, and if you find it, go show it to your Charger, uh, to your Charger people because they will absolutely eat it up. He, it, was a, it was the Florida game. He came off against the right tackle and just stone cold dropped this dude flat on his ass. Now, here was a senior right tackle at the University of Florida in a pass rushing situation, had a safety, just absolutely own him. And and the thing with Derwin is, is as great as that, first off, he's built like a linebacker because, I mean, with, this, with the height and the weight, he's a, he's a modern-day NFL linebacker, but he's fast enough and agile enough that he can play the safety position. And I think he loves the challenge of different things. You know, he loves when you can ask him, you want him to do man coverage. He loves the fact that you say, hey, look, you hang back, you play the center field, there's a chance you can get yours. And Derwin James just eats all of this up. He's just got such a great mentality, fantastic player. I, I, I'm happy to see him doing well, and I'm happy he's far, far away from teams uh, that I like that have to, would have to see him very often. But uh, he is definitely a guy I'm going to have my eyes all over on Sunday. Uh, but tell me a little bit more here. Uh, you know, the Chargers defense. Uh, first things first, uh, that gentleman out of Ohio State, it, 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 does he want to take another week off? Because I'm sure the guys in Ohio would be happy if he wasn't returning this week. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you remember what Mr. Bosa did to the Cleveland Browns the last time that we played, and it was not a pretty sight for you guys. Uh, but fortunately for you guys, uh, unfortunately, Mr. Bosa is not going to be ready to play in this game. He is out until after the bye week, uh, which is going to be a couple more weeks. Uh, it's just an unfortunate situation just because, you know, in, in preseason when he had this original injury, they said, oh, you know, it's fine. He, he's ready to play. You know, it's not a big deal. If they, if it was a regular season game right now, he could, he could get out there and, and go play. Uh, and, you know, here we are week six, week five, and he's still not out there. And it's just like, man, you know, this Chargers defense is a completely different team with Joey Bosa on the field. He has a relentless motor. He is effective as a run stuffer. He is an amazing pass rusher. I was projecting huge things for him this year, but unfortunately he's going to miss miss about half of his season. So uh, we'll see what what happens, although I know when he does get back on the football field, it's probably going to be a man possessed out there, and teams are going to want to really have to watch out. And it may ser- turn out to serve the Chargers in, in, in a good capacity. You know, just kind of you know tread water, keep the wins above the losses, and then you can go add this type of guy who is you know a rare talent and gives you a lot of production. You can add that to what you've already got later on in the season. You know, could be the difference between you know w- you know how would these playoff rankings shake shake out for the Chargers. So you know, uh, you know, love Joey Bosa the player, but uh, as far as business for me and covering the Cleveland Browns, not too ashamed to say that hopefully you know that we're not going to be able to see him this Sunday. As far as the rest of the defense, uh, you know, I know Melvin Ingram, you know, he's a solid pass rusher in his own right. Uh, who else or maybe a couple of standouts, you know, from this, you know, from this Chargers defense that, you know, my Browns listeners need to be maybe looking out for on Sunday? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, on the defensive line, a couple of guys that have been really doing well just getting the dirty work done and also, you know, providing some pass rush in the interior is Darius Phylon. Uh, who you know has been fantastic, just stuffing the run, being really aggressive at the uh, at the line of scrimmage, 
and, uh, you know, getting after the quarterback. You know, he got a sack. almost got a strip sack as well. Uh, it was very effective last week. Damian Square just, you know, getting that dirty work done on, on the line, you know, cutting through blocks and making some great plays um, on the defensive line. And then in the backfield, you know, the Chargers got some great corners. I mean, Casey Hayward's one of the best in the league, uh, two-time All-Pro, uh, Pro Bowler. Uh, he shut down Amari Cooper completely last week, only one catch for 10 yards. The guy's a great talent, a very smart player. And then you got a uh, an undrafted free agent who last year proved that he belongs, not only belongs in this league, but he's a starter in this league, and that's Trevor Williams. So you got a couple of good, really good corners on the inside, on the outside, and you got a really talented corner on the inside in Desmond King. Uh, so you know the the the, bat, the 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 secondary for the Chargers, uh, including Derwin James, we already talked about, is very strong, and uh, you know that's you know developing week after week into a no fly zone. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely a solid group, and you know I'm gonna it's gonna be interesting because uh, the Browns are gonna be down Rashard Higgins this week. And I, I, I'm not going to say Rashard Higgins is their one, but he's kind of developed into Baker Mayfield's guy. Like they seem to have like an unspoken relationship where they can, you know, Baker can feel what Rashard's going to do. So it's going to be tough loss there, and people are going to have to fill in. Um, what they had been doing up until this point, David Najoku um, was really having a hard time finding his way. Baker Mayfield likes tight ends, likes throwing to tight ends, so he loves that 10 to 15 yard area. You know, above the linebackers, before the safeties, in the middle of the hashes. Um, you know, David Najoku's kind of becoming his guy for that. You're going to get some jobs with David Najoku. It's, you know, part of what it is when he's 22 and the kid is so, you know, he's new to the game and he's raw to it. It's rough to see, but, you know, he's still a guy finding his way, but a major, major talent in that respect. Um, Rashard, uh, you know, Jar- Jarvis Landry, uh, there's been a couple of great games. There's been a couple of games where he's a part of it. But the one thing you're going to notice with Baker Mayfield is is Baker Mayfield, much like Phillip Rivers, like you said earlier, he doesn't care who you are. If you are on the field, he doesn't care what your jersey number is. If you are open, you better be ready because Baker Mayfield's going to throw you the ball. This is just what smart quarterbacks do in this day and age. Uh, Daniel Fells was his first career touchdown pass. Daniel Fells is a slow-as-heck blocking tight end. Call it like a 46-yard touchdown from Baker Mayfield for his first career touchdown. Just an example of Baker Mayfield's going to throw the ball to the open guy. Uh, last week, the game that the play that saved the game, Derek Willies was a uh, you know a late round addition, uh, a guy who fought for his roster spot and maintained it, made the play of the day for going you know uh, almost 40 yards late in the game to get them in a field goal territory to kick that game winning kick in overtime. Uh, you know the running back stable it's it's very weird because Carlos Hyde is getting a brunt of the work, but a very low very low yard per carry in 3.5. You've got a couple of really solid athletes behind him in Duke Johnson and Nick Chubb. These guys can play. They're just not getting the opportunity. And somewhere along the line here, it, it, that's going to change. And I've been saying this now for three weeks. I'm not sure if it's going to be this Sunday. But it, it's somewhere along the line, it's going to change where these young, these younger backs, better athletes, are going to get some a chance to get some more run. So there's a lot here, and, and that's kind of been what's been nice to see with the development of Baker to this point with only two and a half games is there's a lot for him to work with, and he's finding a way to kind of matriculate all these guys into it. And, and it's been a lot of fun because they're putting up points that, you know, the, the 42 at Oakland, that's something that has been unheard of for these Browns in ages. That used to be a couple of games worth of points. 
the fact they hung 42 and one in his first start, extremely impressive. Um, you know, they will be at home again this week. Uh, you know, the, the crowd is been insane for the six quarters that they've had Baker Baker Mayfield. So they're really, really enjoying that aspect. And this young, young team, and you know, whether it's defense, whether it's offense, most of this team is 25 and younger. These guys are really growing together and really learning how to play. Hey, well, I mean, that, that's a, you know, that's a, a, a good thing. Like I said, you know, as a football fan, just first, you know, it's good to see the, the Cleveland Browns be able to accumulate some talent and uh, see that manifest on, on the field. Yeah, it, it, it's been impressive. And, and, you know, obviously the production and, and just everybody in, in the, def- the defense, because they know that they are more skilled now and there's guys with each level who can get it done. They they have a lot more faith in each other and they trust each other to do their jobs and do their assignments. So it's been fun to this point, and I'm looking forward to keeping this growing with these guys. And you know, look, it's really not so much about 2018, but it's about what 2019, 2020, 21 can be for this squad. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and before we move on, just a couple other guys on the defense that I think the Browns fans should know about. Uh, you know, a guy who's probably going to be blanketing uh, Najoku a lot is going to be the safety or defensive back, Adrian Phillips. Uh, he's a you know he's a, a dime linebacker basically, but you know he, he's a safety playing dime linebacker, so he's got a lot of speed, a lot of good range. Uh, and then you got the linebacker Jatavis Brown, who just got a a ninety point four grade from Pro Football Focus in the last game. He was absolutely everywhere. He's got great speed at the linebacker position. Uh, he's more of a coverage linebacker. So uh, you know those are a couple of guys that the Browns fans need to look out for uh, that are going to try to go ahead and cover up that tight end. I love to go out to new events, you know, go catch a catch a football game at the Stub Up Center or, you know, even travel to Cleveland to go see the, the Browns and the Chargers play on Sunday. But uh, what I do know is that I definitely am going to go get those tickets from Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets from all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats, it's going to give listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off your orders of $200 or more to save even more money. So here's what you do. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concert and games to the hottest theater and more vivid seats has it all so go download that app enter the promo code locked on for twenty dollars off your orders of two hundred dollars or more as a new vivid seats customer make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let vivid seats help you get to your favorite live event ha <laughs> uh yes obviously thanks to all the good folks over at vivid seats um we're gonna go into the game predictions here David, I have a hard time predicting these wins. I did predict the Jet win last week. It was a little bit tough. Uh, the Ravens, you know, had kind of you know owned the Browns' lunch for a little while here. Um, what I do think, though, is I, I think I have a better feeling this week that the Browns can put some points up. So you know what? I've got to do it for my listeners. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns in a, and I got to give the wonky score because I have again I have zero faith in their kicking game, and this is the same thing that went on last week. So I'll give you a, you know, a, a, I'm going to go with like a, a, a 20, 
five to twenty-four type of score. Uh, you might see some going for two. I think the Browns. This is something that they are going to entertain. They do not have a lot of faith in their kicker, and they don't seem in a rush to find somebody else. Uh, but Baker, Baker Mayfield, I think, is going to continue to just grow and grow as he has to this point. So I think he's going to be able to put up some yards. He's going to be able to put up some points. The question is going to be how effective the running game can be so it's just not all on Baker Mayfield because here it, it, it's kind of weird that it's you know Baker Mayfield is already the best offensive player on this team and he's already only been playing for 10 quarters, but that's how legit Baker Mayfield has been to this point. So if you're going to make me do it, I'll, I'll go 25, you know, 23, 24, but... Uh, Browns pull out yet another close one, and of course the game will go to the whistle because the previous five have gone to the whistle. That's just the way it's working. It's cardiac time in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the optimism, but unfortunately I think this Chargers offense just has a little bit too much for this Browns defense to handle. I think you know the Chargers are really going to utilize the, the running backs in the passing game to, to, to you know kind of take advantage of those linebackers. And, uh, you know, I think Philip Rivers is not going to be scared to test anybody. So, uh, you know, he's been freakishly efficient so far this year. And, uh, you know, the Chargers defense has been playing a lot better uh, against the run. Uh, and they're starting to gel against the pass, you know, with uh, getting a little bit better pass rush from Ingram and from a couple other guys like Achenna Nwosu and Derwin James the last couple of games. I think they're starting to, to stack wins together. And uh, unfortunately, I think this is going to be a, you know, excuse me, unfortunately for the Browns fans, I think this is this is going to be another one. So uh, I think it's going to be a 31 to 20 victory for the Chargers. And, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, another building block to get where they want to go. Uh, well, I don't like to hear that. But, hey, look, I mean, we throw them out there. And, you know, the best part is, is because we do this as early week as we can, you may get more nervous as the week goes on. You may get more confident. So who knows with it. Uh, but, David, it's been a pleasure, guys. It's been a crossover Wednesdays here with the Locked On Chargers, with the Locked On Browns. Uh, you know, David Drogemeyer from the Locked On Chargers. Uh, to all the new uh, Chargers listeners and to my Browns fans, obviously, you know, this is Jeff Lloyd. Uh, guys, I do appreciate, you know, uh, everything. Guys, keep, everybody, keep pushing the shows. Keep pushing both shows. All the fans of the Locked On Network, you guys are fantastic. Um, you know, all my Locked On Browns fans, uh, you know, you'll get this episode somewhere. You know, you're going to get this on Wednesday. You know, shows before, shows after. We're trying to put together a consistently great lineup week in, week out for you. Uh, so for my Locked On Browns fans, I'm going to check out here. David, go on ahead and, uh, you know, put, put a bow on this for all your Charger listeners. Uh, so, yeah, hey, you know, thank you guys for uh, really supporting our show. We got over 20,000 downloads uh, for the first time last month, so we're hoping to take that momentum and move even f- uh, further forward with the Locked On Podcast Network. And, uh, you know, hey, you can follow our show uh, on Twitter at Locked On LAC. You can check out our Facebook page, Locked On Chargers, our group that's also Locked On Chargers. And interact with us, send us questions. Uh, we always love doing these uh, crossover Wednesdays to get the perspective from uh, the other hosts. And uh, Jeff, best of luck to the Browns moving forward after this Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely, David. It's been a pleasure. Uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this crossover edition. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduling program for the rest of the week. Uh, but everybody, enjoy the game Sunday. Uh, you know, Have a blast. Uh, you know, don't be jackass fans like what happened in the Yankee playoff game the other day. Everybody sit back, enjoy some football, enjoy company, and everybody have a great time. I'll talk to you soon.